The pearls of the mind are valuable and must be seriously safeguarded from the careless and the unconcerned. But to those who value truths explored, come, think with me. some sense of God consciousness and inner peace. This is, this is the task of the church, I think, in these, in these pandemic times. There needs to be a real message. So often we'll have uh, scripture readings almost copied and pasted with a melodic tone entrenched and that's supposed to be the word of God that addresses watching over 800,000 people die across the United States in a short period of time. And to watch ignorance rising to heights that even medical science, anything factual, is challenged and believed by masses of people. But the thing that has saved our lives no longer can be a part of life-saving technology. It must be suspect. Or men and women are willing to simply die rather than take a shot from a vaccine. Oh, my goodness. We'll, we'll lose their jobs. We'll fight the fight of civil liberties and ignore the plight of public health. No interest in helping anybody else, just all about themselves. I'm afraid of the shot. I don't know what's in it. And so many other crazy, crazy delusional positions that justify not caring about themselves and other people, but believing and thinking in conspiracy notions while men and women die. Where is the church? Where is the God of the church? <laughs> you can hear the, the agnostic and the atheist declaring that from the, from the, from the altars of their disbelief. <laughs> what, what is going on here? If God be God, why is he? You know, you can hear that kind of stuff going on all the time. But it's, it's real clear. Uh, and then I don't mean to, I don't mean to soft pedal this thing, and I don't mean to minimize it, but it's real clear for the believer. I mean the true believer, not, not the Sunday go to church meeting folks, but the true believer who really believes in this ministry, this earthly ministry of Jesus Christ that is, that is, that is ever present by way of the Holy Spirit. Those of us who believe in the indwell consciousness of this Holy Spirit and that he is at work within our history, within our time, within our lives and made available to us as a, as a source of life. Those who believe that way, you know, and I realize, now trust me, I realize that's not everybody. Only a few people can handle that. But we believe that we're in the delay. We're living in the period of the delay. That from his first appearance on earth 
until the next time we see him to harvest his church. That's called the period. That's the delay. That's the parousia, the delayed parousia. His return is slow. And in that time, Jesus promised. Read Matthew. Read Matthew around the, uh, the Olivet Discourse. The very last piece of, 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 of Matthew's gospel before he takes Jesus into uh, after the, the week in Jerusalem. He tells the disciples of the coming of the Son of Man, and he gives them this clear understanding that that period of time, that period of the delay in which we now live, hmm, that period is the period of great, massive demise. That there will be wars and rumors of wars, generation after generation, living under the anticipation of lawlessness increasing like we've never known it. And each generation experiences a statement. They'll make this statement. We've never known it like this before. And we are in the never known it like this before generation of our, of our time. We're speaking now. And we're going, my goodness, we're having weather events like we've never seen before. In December, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But listen, listen to what I'm saying to you. All the things that Jesus talked about is present, moving, active. He calls them birth pains. That these are the times that should be understood as birth pains. And tells the disciples, when you hear people talking to the other crazy talk to that, don't believe them. These are birth pains. So, so we, must, we must perceive these times as signs of his return. Okay? Well, that's the way we think on the front end of it. Okay? But we must also live life in normal patterns of behavior and living. We must move on in light of that. We live in that tension. I've talked about this before. We live in that tension between uh, uh, massive demise and natural pattern living. But the problem is natural evolves with the movement of demise as it increases we have to redefine what is the new norm for that increase. And that's where we're struggling because we don't want to do that. We want to go back to business as usual. So now we're faced again with another round of shut it downs because we insist upon ignoring all the realities that, we are, that we've discovered from the first round. And so we're back at it again. And it's starting to look reminiscent. This time, though, we're, we're, we're well equipped. The problem now is non-participation okay we're living in times where, where we're more concerned about economics than we are about human life and we're just not going to shut it down because we shut it down we shut down the, the economy of our whole world yes we do don't we and we end up having to depend on one another more than we want to depend on one another don't we a communal effort yes is that maybe is that maybe could that be the answer? Maybe that could be the answer. Maybe the viral, global viral consciousness forces us to recognize that we got brothers and sisters dying because vaccine equity is not real in our hearts. Mm. And believe you me, somebody's making big bucks on this endeavor. Let me, let me assure you of that. Maybe there is a foreknowing. Maybe there's a purging. Maybe there's a remnant 
consciousness at work to determine who will be ready to receive our Lord when he returns. Jesus says to me very clearly, don't even allow yourself to try to think about when he's coming back. Just focus your attention on readiness when he comes. That's our key. Are we the community? I hear them talking, Michigan is a real strong state, and that's because the pandemic was strong there. And the hospitalization issues are really heavy now. And then the community pulls together and they do things with one another. Shouldn't that be the way it is all the time? Why is it that trauma and tragedy has to pull out the best of us otherwise? It's each man to himself. Maybe community is more about huh, the reaction of trauma and tragedy being the standard reaction for community-based living. Maybe we need to see the world as the community. Maybe we need to address diversity. Maybe we need to calm down and hear the voice. Birth pains. Isn't that an interesting phrase that Jesus would use describing such, such demise? These things must be. The notion of wars and rumors of wars places a body of people in anticipation of lawlessness and destruction. We're constantly, constantly, oh my goodness, TikTok, bless their hearts. I'm so glad they had the, they had the, 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 the technology to check out. It was, it was not true. It, w- it was not real. But somebody can do that. They can go on a platform, a social media platform, and say anything and shut this country down. Don't you see where we are? We are a neurotic nation filled with anxiety, which is the result of wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and weather events that we can't even begin to understand, climate warming that we don't want to deal with, all kinds of realities that we're just in total denial of. And so our atmosphere and our environment shifts right in front of us. And because we are an affluent nation that wants to believe we've blessed ourselves, we stand before God. Well, these things must be. We must live as normal as we can, redefining normalcy, because the unexpected arrival of our Lord, if we are believers, Listen to me now. I am serious. I'm only talking to believers. I understand that. But if if the return of our Lord is to be unexpected, we must be as they were in the days of Noah, marrying and doing the things that we normally do and going out, having fun. (laughs) We must do that so that his unexpected arrival can be true to who is ready and who is not. How do you survive in these times in which we live? Principle living. Principle living. Start to understand 
principles living, Christian consciousness, Christocentric awareness. Now that's to those on the inside. To those of, those of you who are non-believers, may God have mercy. May God have mercy. It's kind of like, what do you do if after a while you just decide, I'm not wearing the mask. I'm not taking shots. I'm not practicing social distancing. When my time comes, my time comes. Well, you know what I say? Maybe your turn has come. Think with me. Maybe your time has come. Listen, before I sign off tonight, you can email me at all lowercase letters, the night talker at yahoo.com. Or if you'd like to text or call and leave a message, you can do that at 478 254 9013. Look forward to hearing from you. Our time has passed and gone. But the journey moves on forward and upward towards him. Until we meet again, consider the joy of this part of the